0: we make the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives i'm your host vincent ferrari and joining me as always my good friend and co-host mr ethan carter what is up vincent how you doing man i am dude i'm rocking and rolling
1: bro i'm rocking and rolling it's december uh i'm on fire (laughs)
0: yeah
1: (laughs) i'm on fire uh it's 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 yeah we're in the thick of it right
0: like this morning i finished two i finished up two more cutting boards um, ready for sanding and oil, which I'll probably do after we're finished recording tonight. Awesome. And get those into the oil so that I can put the final coat of finish on those tomorrow and get them engraved and all that fun stuff. Dude, it is just – actually, I probably should engrave them first now that I realize that that's going to screw up my whole plan for tonight. Oh, well, whatever. Hey, yeah, you probably can't finish tonight, but uh, – No, it's not going to go in the bath tonight. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. It depends on maybe. how late I want to stay up. But, yeah, man, it's
1: been good. That's I didn't good.
0: expect to have a Christmas rush this year, and I have way more than a Christmas rush. So I'm oh, That's awesome. Happen. That's a
1: good problem to have. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. I was talking to Bettina. Usually this uh, – at my day job, this is the time where I kind of coast it towards the end of the year because – Uh, every, you know, everything with our customers are in place and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but this year I won't go into why, but it, it it is a cluster. And so I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's nuts at the day job. So it's, it's kind of crazy, but (laughs) my um, hosting time is gone. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But you know, I, I, you know, I didn't overcommit myself to, you know, the batch of family gifts this year. And oh, that's good. it feels good. It feels good. And I don't think anyone really is going to miss them. Although I am, I have been playing with a bunch of uh, uh, concrete and cement, like type little, little projects for people. Mm-hmm. So it's fun. And actually to your point, I just poured a couple right before we got on, which is the nut- concrete and cement are fun, are like interesting. They're kind I mean, it's like resin, right? Mm-hmm. Like the upfront work time is super quick. And then you have to wait for a while, long time. Yep, but it's, like it's, it's super easy to like whip something out and then just let it, you know, sit. But it's always a
0: major case of hurry up and wait with that kind of stuff. Oh like, yeah, totally. you just you, you 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 go for it.
1: You're running around. You're like, oh, I got to mix this just right. I got to get this into yeah. a mold.
0: Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm done. All but you, right, know what, well. you know what?
1: You know the thing about congr- like I always forget this too is like I always, without a doubt, I always at some point in the mixing process like splash the water or hit it something. And I get a huge poof of like concrete uh, dust in my face (laughs) every time. Like, I don't know what (laughs) it is. is Literally every (laughs) single time I do a project and it's just like every time. And so I did that. So really literally right before we started recording, I was like scraping, uh, uh, cement off my glasses <laughs> like dried cement off my glasses Jeez. literally yeah
0: so. i've done that with like the pigment powders because the oh, pigment yeah. powders are super duper fine and i would be like i'd close up the bag and it's like oh look there's a little bit sitting on top of the bag and just give it a It'd blow, blow. <laughs> and boys that stuff go airborne very easily oh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, i don't know
1: but it, you know the, the funny thing is though it's like it does like it hardened on my glasses oh, and, but like but it literally, I just can with my finger just kind of like scrape you it have, off. It works. Do you have old man glasses or young man glasses? Uh, I actually, I mean, I have. Well, I think they're old man glasses style-wise, but um, I just got new lenses. Do you have progressive to... lenses too? Or oh no, 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 just okay. just straight. I have I have stigmatism, but no progressives. Okay, um, so
0: you're lucky then. So even if you screw up yours, they're not that expensive to replace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. No,
1: the lenses the lenses are the cheap part. The frames are frames are ridiculous. But... Yeah, I feel get off my lawn. But yeah, that's, exactly. why,
0: that's why I go. To Warby Parker, man, yeah, yep, I'm a total know, hipster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what? You know what else would be considered very hipster? What? Making a car out of wood. <laughs>
1: what? Who do that?
0: <laughs> a complete insane person, also known as our guest this week. So our guest this week in the Rockler Hobby Challenge, put on by the Modern Maker Podcast, decided. Of all the things in the world that he was going to do, he was going to show everybody what's up and literally make a car
1: body out of wood. Can, can, we, can we just pause for a second? I made leather ping pong paddles for the challenge. So we'll just put that in perspective that <laughs> ping pong paddles, a car made out of wood, a hot rod made out of wood. But anyways, anyways sorry, well, I you digress. Have a show or,
0: you have a show already? But I don't know if people would invite you on the show for mm-hmm. talking about your ping pong paddles. No, no I, and I would not expect anyone to. So. They were really nice ping pong paddles, but thank they're not you, as you. nice as the car that our guest made. And oh, our guest, of course, this Amazing. week that everyone's talking about. And it's like, I, you know, he's he's our friend. I mean, he'd mm-hmm. probably come on our show if we asked. Um, our did. good friend and, of course, supporter of the show. So that means he's paid his bribe, which is one of the reasons he's <laughs> the one and only Chris Powell from Full Steam Designs. What's going on, buddy? How you doing?
2: Hey, what's up, guys?
0: It, you're. I got to watch the car video before we recorded tonight. It, I I was gonna watch it yesterday, and I didn't have a block of time where I could really just focus on. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it so my thoughts about it are fresh in my mind when we talk to Chris. Well, and holy eh. freaking crap,
1: dude! <laughs> it's a it's amazing. I mean, you you did you did a, a time lapse today, but the was it yesterday or the day before? You did the like the what twenty eight minutes
2: yeah i watched
1: every single single Mm -hmm. minute of that that thing was it was just i was so fascinated by the entire process and we'll let you talk maybe we should let you talk (laughs) we should let him him talk yeah
2: Yeah. nice well thanks guys um yeah it was a pretty big project um you know and trying to knock it out in like two and a half months was was pretty wild um it you know it just kept seem. it seemed like it just kept growing and growing and growing um And, you know, the whole time I didn't really know exactly where I was going with it, exactly what the end goal was going to be. I knew I wanted some sort of, you know, wooden strip or something like that. But I'm really happy with how it came out.
0: Had had you ever, and I I think I know the answer to this, but I just want to make sure that, you know, the question gets asked for the sake of the audience. Had you ever even attempted this type of technique before what you use the um, the way you put this together at right. all right you've done you've worked on hot rods but not you have, you've not done strips. like this kind of like strip like canoe body type build thing correct
2: yeah nothing like that before oh, amazing <laughs> yeah, a lot like i think a lot of people thought i've built a boat or whatever and, mm-hmm. and i'm sure you know, actual boat builders are kind of looking at this and cringing a little bit just because of some of my techniques. Um, but yeah, I, well, I just, you know I can take that. Up. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you can put them in the trunk of your car. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so what made you decide to do that tech like this style, this technique for for your hot ride? Because I mean, like, you, like I know you you've done hot rides before,
2: but what made you decide to do this style, which is amazing? So the the style of a car of the car is a boat tail speedster, which is something I wanted to do for a while. It's kind of a, a vintage race car, mm-hmm. um, and you know a lot of times they're built out of aluminum, but some like coach builders and, and individuals were building them out of like wooden strips like this. Um, so when they announced the podcast, it kind of just you know clicked for me, and I I knew that's what I wanted to do um wasn't sure how i was gonna get there and i didn't even have a <laughs> car at the time actually so i jumped on facebook marketplace started oh, you looking didn't around even have, like the like
1: the the chassis or whatever i'm no. gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna misspeak about car stuff all night
2: so <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just put that out there but so you didn't even have like the chassis or the nope, whatever um, yeah yeah no the chassis there you go um yeah i didn't have anything really oh wow So I jumped on Facebook Marketplace, found that one in Georgia, and I'm in South Carolina. And I kind of hem and hawed about it a little bit. And I was talking to another car friend of mine, and he just happened to have a friend with an empty trailer coming by Georgia. And he sent him a message, and everything sort of just aligned just right. And he was able to grab the car for me, dropped it off like a day or two later
1: that is It's good to have a good it's good to have friends right yeah really oh, yeah.
2: I, I love i love by the way can i
1: just
0: point out i love that you got it on facebook marketplace yeah right like it's it's i swear it's so weird how facebook marketplace like kind of has become the new ebay <laughs> everyone buys everything on facebook marketplace now i constantly hear people like i'm like thinking about you know furnishing the new apartment whenever i saw my house and i'm like oh, i gotta get furniture whatever and somebody just goes just Go to Facebook Marketplace. I'm like, oh yeah, I forget that exists sometimes.
1: It's just Every time crazy. I've gone on Facebook like, and this is like maybe five years ago, but whenever I went on Facebook Marketplace, it was like people selling like baby clothes and <laughs> like you know, like I don't know, I don't know why I have this in my head is all like toddler type <laughs> products, and and now I'm like, oh, maybe I should actually check out Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> What what I you can like, get cars?
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, and you can get like ridiculous classic cars, like a Ford mm-hmm. Model A, which I wouldn't have expected you to be able to get that there at all. I'm I'm really impressed that you went from I have this car that most people are going to call blasphemy to kind of take apart to I'm going to build a complete wood body for this, and I'm wondering like. You know, how did how did you plan this out? Did this was this like you take a sketchbook out and just start going, all right, I'm gonna need ribs here, they gotta be this shape, or did you just start I was just attaching, which it. is really just start attaching parts and seeing what fits and then making everything else around it?
2: Well, so like you, you know, I'm big into digital fabrication stuff. I got mm-hmm. this DNC and everything. So my original thought was if I can model this, I can you know, slice it into layers and make, uh-huh. make a, a buck out of, out of plywood that I can cut out on the CNC, by the way, I'm not
0: doing this to cut you off, but I, when I saw what you were doing, I was like, Oh, he did. I, that's a clever way to use the CNC. I just assumed you were using the CNC until I watched the video. Then my mind was blown, but I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's just, I'm fascinated by that. Cause you're known for CNC stuff.
2: Yeah. And, and that, that made the most sense to me, you know, to start that way. So I found a frame, like, like the model of a frame that somebody already had to spec. And I started, you know, modeling off it and and doing everything. And, you know, I can use like Fusion, but I'm not super proficient in it. And it just really wasn't working out for me. You know, I just wasn't, it it wasn't looking like what I wanted it to look like, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It was just too geometric i guess and i needed you know kind of a an organic shape you know yep so i i scrapped that idea and just went out and bought a bunch of cardboard and you know that's kind of where the video started where i'm like tracing out panels of the floor and Mm -hmm. that was my main focus to get the floor just right so because i figured everything you know needed to be built off that so as long as i had that shape right yeah i'd be good to go um then I just started adding in ribs. Uh, you know the seat. I, I originally based the seat off of a, uh, I don't know. It's like a early '90s minivan seat, like the mid row seat, the shorter oh, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those <laughs> work really good in hot rods. Uh, and I just happen to have one around, um, so I put that in. Kind of modeled everything off off that, and and now I'm going to go a different route with the seat, but you know, that kind of got me going in the right direction with that. And then, I don't know, it just, it, it really seemed like it just built, built up. I hate to say like it built itself from there, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, okay, well now I need to add this rib and now I need to add this. And then like later in the video, you'll see, I added like that spine down the center just because, mm-hmm. you know, it made sense to add that. Um, you know, if I had thought about it before, obviously it would have been, been a little easier to, to do it then. But I don't know, it kind of just
0: one of the it, most it worked, one of the most, really noticeable,
2: of the most <laughs> noticeable things about
0: about the overall like there, you have a picture on your Instagram of you sitting in it. And one of the things that stands out the most is you can see where like glue has come out and you can see where you had glued it together. It's not just like this you didn't get to sand this yet. and yet the shape is still good. Like for oh. me, I would almost want to power carve this to make the shape, but it does seem like you managed to pull off this shape just by, you know, putting ribs and then, you know, batting around the ribs. And it's, it blows my mind that you're able to do that with, without doing a crazy amount of like sanding and power carving and sculpting to get such a round and clean shape. I mean, I could just be noticing it from the picture and maybe... It, but I'm assuming it looks at least this
2: good up close, right? It's it's not an optical illusion from the photo. It looks pretty solid up close. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, minus all the glue drips. Mm-hmm. It's, it's certainly not like a clean process. Uh, I've got glue all over the place. And um, most <laughs> days... my success. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, uh, I had a lot of it. But, uh,
0: yeah, I um, love... One of the things I love is you explained... You you did a really good job of explaining the why because someone like me I've never yeah. built anything like this and you know like you, when you were when you you're cutting all these strips down I'm watching you cut the strips I'm like these are flat what is, what is he going to do here and then you took out those two router bits and I'm like oh
2: okay like I didn't know those existed <laughs> uh, honestly neither did I and <laughs> um, I just happened to be talking I. Yeah, I, I uh, my buddy Keith from Blackthorn, uh, oh, kind of
0: my good friend Keith, yeah,
2: yeah. He 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 was kind of a big help to me the whole way, you know, big uh, support. Um, and I, you know, I mentioned I'm like, man, I don't really understand how these these planks are supposed to meet up together. Like it it seems like there would be big gaps. And he just said, oh, there's a there's a canoe router bit set that you're supposed to get. And I looked it up, and, <laughs> and that's what it was. Are you- um, Isn't
1: it amazing? Like, it's like the, that,
2: this that's
0: is what,
1: But that's like the knowledge share that we have in this community. It it's like, like you yeah. just go,
0: yeah, I'm doing this thing where I'm going to put panels together. And how do I make them line up? And oh yeah, there's a bit set for. Oh okay, cool. Yeah, I'll go buy that, and then you could just go buy it. And it's like these are things that specialists used to know and mm-hmm. only know, and they kept it a secret, and you had to apprentice with them. And now it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this in my garage and show y'all how it's done. <laughs> I, you know, I've been. I've been meaning to ask, though, because I noticed you you definitely have a cutoff spot, and I'm assuming I know the answer to this already, but I'm guessing the front end of this is going to be metal and not wood, because making the engine compartment out of wood would probably be a really bad idea.
2: Yeah, so uh, you know, I've built a couple hot rods before, and I've always put aluminum hoods on them, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to keep with that. Uh it's gonna get a aluminum hood top and then there's separate hood side panels. Um and they'll have louvers in them. Like mm-hmm. kind of like that.
0: That's gonna complete the look for sure. Yeah, oh yeah.
2: Yeah. So I I am fortunate enough to have built a louver press a few years ago. So I've got that so I can punch the louvers into it. Um and that's probably gonna be one of the next things that I do, get that oh. done, because that'll really You know, complete the look of the car. I think that's so so cool. What? What, 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 Sorry, go ahead. All right, I was just
1: gonna say. I mean, it's it's so funny. So one of one of the things. um, Well, you you got a shout out on you know making it um, Mm -hmm. from I think it was Bob. I think it was Bob, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is well, super well deserved. But one of the things I keep thinking about, and it was actually I think it was this this past week's episode about projects that they're like what it was i think it was like a twitter question or something of like what is a project that seems overwhelming or whatever and when they were talking about that i don't know why what it was chris but like i was like building a car like that seems so and and in the process that you're going through seems super overwhelming to me just like i would never tackle something like that comfortably and (laughs) watching the video of you like you're figuring it out as you go, which I think is one of my favorite things in uh, in someone in our space, a maker in our space, anything like that. You you definitely like you didn't have it all figured out. I, well, I, I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you kind of like you were figuring out as you went, and I love that. I think that was super cool, and I, I love that you put that in your video because you yes. there were so many tidbits in that that I like. I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense, and I. I really hope I would have thought of that as I was doing it. I would, not. but I don't know if I would have, right?
0: I would have quit. I'm not going to lie. I would have quit. They were like, oh, yeah. even like just something as simple as when you did that, when you looked at the back of the chair and you weren't happy with the back of the seat and you're like, I don't really like the way this looks. And you just take out the sauce and just, <laughs> just yeet it right off. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's one way to do it. <laughs>
1: but yeah. And, and even the seams, like the, you said that your stock wasn't like long enough or whatever. And you had the seams, I, I, I'm uh, the, messing with uh, the scarf joints, the scarf joints. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. I knew that. I just uh, couldn't come up with a word. No, um, but yeah, I mean like, have you always been that way or is it like of
2: just kind of tackling it as you go? Yeah, I guess so. Um, you know, especially with cars, it's tough to, to know exactly how everything's going to be. Um, my red, uh, 1930 coupe. If you, if you've seen pictures of that,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I, um, I had gone to a school called the hot rod Institute and I got that just before I went up there. It's in rapid city, South Dakota. Um, so I, I grabbed that car and drove out there and that was pretty much my project that I could work on and do all of the, you know, different things that they were teaching us. Uh, I, I could, do to that car you know it was mine so Mm -hmm. um and and even with that you know that was a complete car but there was so much rust and everything i didn't really know exactly where to start and it's like uh, i don't know i guess you just kind of gotta jump into a project like that and then just take it slow you know take it one piece at a time
1: Uh, well and i i hate to keep going back to making it but it's it's kind of like jimmy always says like right like do this and then do the next thing right like do yeah one thing then figure out the next thing and then figure out the next thing like you don't have to figure out the whole project at the beginning right you kind of can figure it out as you go
2: yeah and i mean you know of course there's stuff that i would have loved to have thought about beforehand right. but um you know that's i guess that's part of the challenge and that's kind of part of the fun of it figuring out you know how to how to do something afterwards that, that should have been done originally. <laughs> right, I right. Like, like adding that, that spine down the, down the back of the car or whatever. How, so. how important is it? So like, obviously with a
1: canoe, I mean, so you're going to do like a fiberglass, whatever, right? Yep. Yep. But how, so, I mean, on a canoe that's going to keep you from sinking. Right. But <clears throat> how important is it on a car? I mean, I, I guess it's probably just as important because it's protecting everything underneath the wood. Right.
2: Yeah. I'm, um, you know, I, I don't know. I'm afraid of just like hitting a speed bump and the whole thing just blown apart <laughs> or something. So I'm kind of hoping the, you know, the fiberglass is just going to keep everything together and, and keep it nice. You know um, I'm going to do like a penetrating epoxy on it also uh-huh. because the problem is I can't really access the backside of anything, you know, like with oh, a canoe, yeah. you would, you would do an inside layer of fiberglass and I don't really have that ability with this. So, uh, you know, hopefully that penetrating epoxy will take care of, of any issues that could ever show up with that. Until in- the boat is hooked you up, huh? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. awesome. But- yeah, yeah, they were great. They sent me uh, uh, some fiberglass, which I've dabbled in that a little bit, but I've definitely never done anything this big. So, that's going to be another learning experience. That should be interesting. <laughs> are you excited about like
1: do you get excited about those kind of experiences or, or are you just kind of like nervous because I, I i struggle with that sometimes i'm like super excited to learn a new thing but i'm also just like
2: oh my gosh what if like i don't have no idea what i'm doing yeah i do love learning new stuff but like one thing i noticed with making videos is sometimes i am kind of apprehensive to trying new things that you know are going to be on videos just because mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to waste all that time and have that big failure. But um, you know, as long as I can get myself over that, it, it seems like it's worked okay for me so far. So it's just hey, getting past that part.
0: Your awesome. videos, your videos are a nice mix of of project videos and mm-hmm. instruction and instructional videos. Um, you've done some really good tutorials that I've actually learned quite a bit from over um, on CNC related stuff. Um, in fact, you know, just a pure. This is awesome, and this is how awesome Chris is. There was a time where I was trying to figure something out, like adding a bit into um, into um, carbide create, and I just I was looking. I was like, it just doesn't seem to be enough information. And I remember Chris and I had like a half hour conversation on Instagram, and he's like, "Yep, nope, just put this in, put this in. Just remember this. You don't have to." And I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't seem like enough information. And you explained everything. You were so patient with me because I felt like such an idiot. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how any of this works. Like, I had not used any bits that weren't the default bits. But when I did the first project after setting it up, after talking to Chris, it worked. it, works, and it worked yeah. perfectly. And I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch. You know, it's like <laughs> you, you sit there and you agonize. And, you know, I was watching the Maker Monsters video tonight because, you know, he's been killing it with these, you know, these motivate, not motivational, just these emotional emotional intelligence videos, I like to call them, because that's what they are, and he was talking about what motivation actually is, and motivation isn't the get started part, it's the keep going part, and I was like, damn, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, even though I still have trouble with the get started part and the get started part for me with this was, Oh, I have this great new bid. I bought, I spent all this money on it and I'm scared to use it. Cause I don't know how to put it into my software. And Chris just handheld me for a half hour. I was like, this is how it works. This is how it works. All right. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you've been, you've been a really good teacher as far as like CNC related stuff. Cause when I first got my shape, Oko, I watched I binge-watched all your videos about the Shapeoko just to kind of get a feel for the software and the process and everything and it was like, oh, I am much more okay with using this machine now. Is it do you have a, per, a particular kind of video you enjoy making? Like would you rather just make project videos or would you rather do more like educational and tutorial type videos?
2: That that's tough. I mean, I do love both. Um you know i really got my start with the the tutorials especially with like Shapoko stuff um, and i do fall back on that that a lot and i don't know now it kind of seems like like youtube favors that for me which hurts when i you know try to put right. a video like this out mm-hmm. uh, i you know in a in an, a in a perfect world i'd just be able to post whatever i wanted and every video would do great but yep. You know, they just they, and they, as they should. Like I mean, that's that.
1: that's the frustrating part about the algorithm is like good mm-hmm. videos sometimes just get lost, and it's yeah. so so frustrating for 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 you, but also for like viewers. You know, like mm-hmm. it's frustrating,
2: yeah. I you know, I'll see videos every once in a while, and it's like. How, how have I missed this? Like, right, like how yeah. is this not on right. everybody's radar, you know? Right. And it'll be a video with like 300 views. And it's like, what's going on? Like, everybody needs to see this. This is incredible. And it just just doesn't want to happen, you know? So, yeah, that that is that is frustrating. And, you know, that that does kind of, I guess, hold me back from doing as many just, you know, kind of whatever project videos. But I don't know. I still... I still enjoy them and I'm, I'm still going to keep doing them, um, you know, but I'll, I'll probably always be doing some sort of tutorial or, or, you know, just whatever to kind of help my, my community of people out. They, they enjoy that stuff. So, um, I think, I think that's the important thing too, is like what
1: there's, there's a couple things that are important when you're a content creator or make, maker slash content creator is like you want, I mean, I, I, the The best answer, right, is I want to educate, I want to entertain the people that are interested in what I'm doing, but I also want i want I also want some real growth, right and those all those things are important, right because why are you doing it otherwise right but right, right. the fact the fact that you you know that you want to do it because you want for the right reasons is the right you know that's that's the best answer, but it's still hard when you don't get the other two or whatever. Yeah.
0: That's the that's the part that's the part that people don't talk about. Like it's the same thing, you know, we talked about I've always talked about with podcasts, you know, once you hit episode 20, the mm-hmm. momentum's just going to carry you. You're you've already you've already been through the hardest part of making a podcast when people are listening the least. And if you do a weekly show, 20 episodes in, you're almost half a year into it. If right. you can stick it out, past the point where nobody's listening and still have motivation to do it, then you're going to be fine. You'll you'll keep going and then you you'll re, you'll be okay with your numbers growing but maybe being flat for a while, even dropping for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the part, you know, everybody wants to be a YouTube creator, but everybody wants to be nobody wants to be a low level YouTube creation. <laughs> like everybody wants to be a successful one, like a super successful one and get sponsor deals and brand well, deals. But also personally,
1: Vincent, I don't want to be a YouTube creator making a bunch of videos that I don't that true. I'm true. like like you but know, I'm not proud of, right? The
0: slog the slog is the slog hits hard when you're like you're making stuff and it's like, okay, I've hit the wall and I want to make something else, but then the algo is gonna punish me for it and the right. algorithm does punish you. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't like to I don't like to do stuff based on the algorithm. I mean, if you look at my channel, my my channel as such as it's con, con, constructed, I don't really care what happens with it. I really don't. And it shows in the content, right? I love the stuff I make mm-hmm. and I want to make the stuff I want to make. If I never get any views on it, then I won't get any views on it. But I'm not <laughs> trying to be a content creator. If this podcast stopped getting listens, I'd be like, uh oh, what right, do I right, do? Right, right. Like that, that would hurt me, right? And I can, I can con, I can, can, can kind of convert that into what it must be like to be a content creator. It's like, oh, I want to make, I want to make these epic project builds, but they only want me to do reaction to bad TikTok videos. Like that's what the <laughs> algo is. That's what the algo is rewarding today. Like TikTok, TikTok reacts, and it's like, oh man, well,
1: you know, I think for me, for me, it's, it's there's a combination of like, there's thing projects that I do. And, and again, this is more, more for, eh, well, it's for both because, you know, I've had some super big YouTube duds. Um, and that's okay. But like, there's a, com- there's a little bit of like, sometimes I'll do something that I just want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of go into it, with the mindset of like, I know this is, no one's going to care about this, but me. Right. Or no one's, and that's uh, that's being dramatic um the people that care about what i do will love it but um but but i want to do it and it makes me happy and and i go into it with the mindset of like this is you know this is something i'm doing for me um and it's not probably it probably won't be uh you know won't give me any adsense right and that's okay totally and then there's projects I, I, and that's okay I think the 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 one that the the thing that stings and I'm interested on your point on this Chris is like there's because I feel like you probably have the same thing uh, mindset like there's projects sometimes where I'm like oh this is something that people if they can see it if they if if we get eyes on this people would like it and and it does nothing those are the ones that hurt and mm-hmm. you know what in uh, it, as you said, Chris, like sometimes you just gotta roll with it and keep going. But like those are the ones that hurt. The ones that you're like, people would actually like this if they actually could see it, and no one's seeing it because of the algorithm or whatever. Yeah.
2: Oh uh, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Um. So like last year for the the challenge, they did a desk build. Yeah. And I built a uh like a, an airplane wing out of oh aluminum and you know, did some CNC, some, some machining and, uh, 3d printing and, and woodworking and everything. And I was like, man, this, I think this could do it, you know, and that video just flopped. And it's like, you know, it's like, it was like, it
1: was, it was the aviation, like it was like a plane wing, right. If I'm yeah. remembering correctly. I'm yeah, pretty
0: yeah. sure if I go back far enough, it was one of our things of the week, the week he made it. I I, I almost, it might have
1: been, yeah. I'm 90% positive one of us picked it as our thing yeah. of the
0: week, the week it was made. Yeah.
1: But yeah, right.
2: I mean, that was an amazing build and
1: yeah. It, it, yeah, it just stings.
2: Yeah. It, yeah. and And I'm there again with the car, you know, it's like like i'm I'm really proud of it, and it was definitely gonna be out there. And you know, I know my my core supporters really appreciate seeing that stuff, even right. if it's not something that that they're really interested in. Um, but you know, I, I don't think that video is gonna do well, so unless it somehow gets picked up.
0: i I uh, think that's I think that's I was just gonna say somebody, that's the thing. Like I always feel like smaller creators are at the mercy of the bigger ones. Like, you can make the coolest project in the world, but a smaller creator just – it doesn't go anywhere until a bigger creator goes, hey, did you see what this guy made? And it's like, whoa. And then everybody starts talking about, it. like, it catches fire. And I, that I to- just kills me sometimes. Like, it's like, can't we just I, I make totally
1: something people – Well, and and, well, and that's the other thing is, like, it takes two seconds to, you know, mention something that you think is cool, mm-hmm. right? Um. But I also think that that is gotten harder, I think yes. I think there's and myself included like um I used to like if someone if someone on a podcast like one of the making podcasts making it you know modern bill and modern maker all those if someone if they like called out someone and gave them a shout out I would go I'd go home and check it out, and I don't do that as much anymore, and no. shame on me, I mean shame on me. But also, like, I think that's also part of just, like, that it's getting harder. Like, it's the same kind of thing. I mean, it's just... I could also say,
0: and I'm not trying to be an ass here, and I'm not trying to say we're better than anyone else, because our friends who podcast are kind of on our level as far as the way we think of ourselves in the community, whereas there are bigger podcasts that I promise you don't think of it the same way, whereas we'll feature a smaller creator on this channel, you know, on this podcast... There are bigger podcasts that if you're not one of those, like, you know, 250,000 or more subs type channels, they're not going to notice you. And I don't expect them to notice every small channel. So many channels. It's like, I get that you're not going to notice everybody. But that's why those mentions have so much value for the small guys, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're never going to get noticed by most of these people. You're never going to get on their radar. So when somebody like that goes, hey, this guy did a cool thing. It's like, Yes. Finally, somebody's gonna see it, and then it's just oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, no. But that that notwithstanding, that notwithstanding, you in your last two projects that you've posted, I know they may not chronologically, they may not be the last one you did. I really loved that stand-up desk that you did. Um, I just thought the the way you put it together. I loved watching you. Wait, was it the like uh what's it like a butcher? Uh, uh, yeah. butcher
1: block with the honeycomb on it yeah yes i, I love the i, I don't know what. So i know good. people have done that with cutting boards too i love that i don't know and maybe that's why you did it <laughs> well, yeah we'll Find I, out. Uh, but so how did that one come to be because i swear
0: i feel like and and you know that may this may just be me fanboying a little bit but i feel like i can almost go through every one of your projects and go how like where did you come up with that one like where'd you come up with that one where'd you come up with that one but I really love that you took something as simple as a stand-up desk and made it a piece of art.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. With the honeycombs, there is just something—I I don't know what it is. There's just something attractive about that that pattern, you know. Um, I, and I have done cutting boards like that before. I did another standing desk uh, like that. Uh, I don't know, a few months ago that I used like, uh, hexagon wall tiles, these, these mm-hmm. uh, brass hexagon wall tiles I love and, that by and the way. laid that out. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to do something different and I kind of wanted to bring the CNC into it a little more this time. Just, you, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I, I kind of experiment with a lot of videos just to see how stuff, how people react to it. Um, you know, adding the CNC in does kind of attract more of my my core audience. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I use that, and man, I had a heck of a time with the epoxy on that. I just, <laughs> you know, I was doing that while I was doing the the car build. Uh, I had a feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I had a feeling. I was I was running back and forth between both projects, and uh so that that was for a company they they sent me those legs and and wanted me to just build some sort of top for it so i kind of had some time restraints on it and and it was probably i should have never agreed to do it because the time restraints ended up being the exact end date of, (laughs) of the uh the the car build so that was all real frustrating and you know i kept trying to rush the process and you know you can't rush you, resin, dude. Oh, no, you can't. That's, that's a, I was, that's a when, sure way to get, get nailed.
0: When you <laughs> uploaded that video, I'm like, isn't he working on the car? Like, that was the first yeah. thing I thought. Of. I was like, did he really just kick out another video? And what I have noticed is that same manufacturer apparently partnered with a bunch of YouTubers because I've been seeing a lot of those legs. Mm-hmm. those That same leg kit from a bunch of different people. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, so...
1: Yeah, that's. It does look. I mean, it looks pretty it's awesome. Sick. Like every looks. Yeah, it looks pretty seamless actually. But
2: yeah, you know, uh even with the flaws that it's got, because I still had some issues. Because mm-hmm. you know, again, I just I, I have no patience, so <laughs> um, I just I have. I probably will always struggle with like resin projects just because yeah. you have to have patience for them. And I just don't, but <laughs> you know, even with the flaws it's got, I'm, I'm really happy with it. It looks really cool. And, and it, you know, kind of, you know, the vision I had in my head pretty much came to life. So it's a, it's a beautiful, I mean, it's
1: beautiful. I it mean, is, honestly, it is, it is beautiful. It it's it's and as far as thumbnails go, whoo, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's phenomenal.
2: Yeah, that, and that, you know, that's a big thing, too. It's like, man, you got to have a nice thumbnail. Um, that, that'll, that like, make or break a video there. And, and, and that's something I always question. And I feel like I'm terrible with thumbnails. But, yeah, I I, I do like that one. That well, one worked you know out well. You know what I think is hard? I think, well,
1: I think thumbnails for larger things are larger. Well, All right. Larger projects with detail are really, really hard to capture. Mm-hmm. Like larger thing, larger you know bed builds or whatever, yeah, there's not a lot of like detail detail, like you can kind of see the you know the design from the structure, but for something like the desk, you want you want that honeycomb, you know you want that look, and mm-hmm. that's a really hard thing to get, and I think you captured that in this thumbnail for sure, man, like that' is, it's a beautiful thumbnail.
2: Cool, Well, I'm glad you guys think so, hopefully. Hopefully well, yeah. Start, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully more people start seeing that one. But yeah. The car was tough. It's like, Oh yeah. I can't imagine the car. And so, you know, the whole time, like I was getting comments and people were like, Oh, this is a car. I thought you were building a boat or like, man, I didn't understand the scale of this thing. I didn't understand how big it was until, <laughs> until I saw you sitting in it. So, you know, I made sure that with the thumbnail for that, I was, I was sitting in it. And you know i guess that makes sense you know when and you're not in water on, you're like yeah yeah <laughs> you know when you're working on something like that you kind of i don't know you lose yourself in it and and don't don't think of all those things that people may not understand right um so you know it was nice that people were were letting me know that
0: it is funny actually um cuz i you know obviously i was watching you as you were building it and i'm like this thing is This thing looks really, really cool. And then I think you put the first picture I saw of you like sitting in it. I'm like, Jesus, this thing is huge. Like, I had (laughs) Mm -hmm. no concept. I was, I guess I was expecting it to be like a tiny little roadster type car. Mm -hmm. And it ain't that.
3: Nope.
1: Nope. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're not going
2: to be racing that on uh, Jimmy's go kart track. No. (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, they, they are, you know just regular sized cars really uh they're they're pretty bare bones you, you know even your regular model a's and model t's and stuff but they're certainly not small no i
0: i completely just completely had no concept of the size of this car and seeing you in it i'm like oh this is a substantial automobile <laughs> this, mm. is a, this is a big boy are you yeah. using- are you looking forward to like showing it or is it going to be like, um, like a take it to car, car shows or what are you going to do yeah, with like, it? Yeah. What's the plan for this car once when it's, it's finished, all done? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, I'll definitely do do stuff like that. Um I, I just I love driving my old cars, you know. Mm-hmm. I I'll I'll drive it all over the place to be honest with you. Um they do an event up in uh, Jersey called uh Trog, the Race of Gentlemen, and it's it's done on the beach. You have to wear like like vintage clothing and everything. Huh. And I mean, it if if you take take a, a a black and white picture, it looks like you know a Old bunch timey. of people standing around in the 30s racing their cars on, on like Daytona Beach. Or How something. Cool oh, wow, that. it's a
0: Wildwood. Oh, cool. yep, this yep. thing is cool. Wait, what's it called? It's called uh, the Race of Gentlemen. T- it's at theraceofgentlemen.com dot yep. com. This is cool
2: so yeah i'd love to hit that up and the cool thing is that's like a week before maker's camp oh, um, cool. and and i'm from upstate new york so i've got family up there like albany oh all oh. right awesome yeah yep. i grew up in rochester new york so
1: yep. i drove past albany every time i went to school and went back to boston so
0: oh so you, you gotta pass me to go there You've Gotta pass right
2: I'll, by I'll, me. I'll pick you up along the way. <laughs> wear, is, is that a two seater? Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you wear something warm. <laughs> no, I really want to no get
0: it, if I'm gonna draw if I'm gonna ride in that thing with you, I have to get those like that leather
1: cap with like the old school goggles. Yeah. I know. I feel like I kind like of want to make that. one of those, Vincent. Maybe I'll make you one, bud. Oh, uh, here that, we go. That would here be we perfect. go. Perfect. I go. think
0: I think we have a date now, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go steady? <laughs> uh, okay. Wow, that is that's cool. I've never heard of the Race of Gentlemen. I'm actually, you know what I'm looking at cuz I'm such a I'm such a graphic design nerd. I'm looking at the giant logo on the page of the site and I'm like, this is the coolest logo I have ever mm-hmm. seen and it would look so cool laser engraved on a million different things. <laughs> oh yeah. man.
2: That's a that's an awesome event. Um, you know, if you can go and, and find some of the videos and stuff, it's it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, Is it like a long-standing event? Like, has it been around for a while? Uh, they've been doing it for a few years now. Okay. Uh my that red car that I built the nineteen thirty model A, I actually had got that accepted to race, uh, but wow. unfortunately, I sold it just before I was supposed to go up to that. <laughs> so I, I never got to, to race. What was a car it what,
1: like uh, in the video? Uh... I can't remember if it was the last video of your car or whatever, but you showed some like racing in a track.
2: Yeah. So there is, it's like a little circle track that's for, I don't know, like little tiny sprint cars or something. Yeah, okay. Or, or, or looked, they looked
1: very small. They looked like sprint yeah.
2: cars. Right. Okay. Oh uh, well, I mean, no, that was my that was a full size Model A, and that was my buddy in a Model A also. Oh, what? The, really? the track okay. was was for like little. Little go karts. Um, All right, I gotta rewatch that. They opened it up to let everybody at the car show race. Um, and I mean, there was like a guy with a Subaru WRX, and then <laughs> there was a bunch of older cars, like like me, and and that was uh, another friend of mine there with his Model A. And right, I got to rewatch that because I, I saw it and it was like, oh, that looks so much fun. But oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was a blast. And, you know, you're not going fast, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it felt like we were flying. You know, it, it probably looks <laughs> looks pretty slow in the video, but, you know, it really feel, feels like you're flying when you're there. Well, it's one of those things. Uh, I had
1: like a, a little like a Zodiac boat mm-hmm. and, and with like a 10 horsepower motor. But it's one of those things like go-kart. like, And I know then those are not go-karts i get that but like it's one of those things where when you're in a small thing doing really quick laps or whatever it feels fast like Mm. you know when you're that close so for me though when i was that close to the water going like 20 miles per hour that is really fast to be that close to the water you know it's
2: just one and it's so that's that's why it's super fun
0: that's a butt clench right there yeah exactly
2: (laughs) yeah yeah and there's been a lot of like events like that kind of popping up. Um, They'll do like uh, uh, dirt drags and, you know, where you can bring like your vintage, you know, Model A's and and hot rods and stuff. Uh, There's some hill climb events that they'll do. Uh, There's one in Colorado and they actually do one in Jersey where they shut down the road, like, I don't don't know. It it must be pretty crazy in Jersey. I guess they're letting anybody (laughs) do what they want now because, you know, it seems like you wouldn't be able to, but they're like shutting down roads and, you know, (laughs) know, police are are shutting everything down and letting people run their cars right up, right up the roads and everything. And that's, that's how the hill climbs work too in Colorado. Like drag racing or like? Oh, it's literally well, you drive up a hill yeah, <laughs> like yeah. in dirt. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Or 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 the one in Jersey is just on a road. Yeah. Um and, <laughs> and you know, the that was kind of like a, a, a vintage form of racing, like hill climbs mm-hmm. just to ah. see, you know, what you could do and, and
0: I was watching That's an so episode, cool. I think it was Wheeler Dealers. I'm I i want to say yeah, it was Wheeler Dealers, and Mike Brewer bought a car. <clears throat> An older car and he's like okay now we're gonna take it out for a drive and they took it to a hill climb and that was how they they road tested the car and i'm like what a bonkers event this is like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen and just basically yeah can your car get up this hill and you don't get much of a running start if at all and mm-hmm. it's like just First to the top. That's it. And you think, oh, okay, so you just got to do it right and hit the gas. And nope, there was a lot of technique involved in going oh, yeah. up the hill.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. How so? How many cars like ha- have you had or driven or bought and sold? Like, I feel like talking to you. I
2: feel like you've had some cars over the years. Yeah, you know, I've had a lot of projects, um, mm-hmm. as far as ones that you know I've really I've taken all the way to completion. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've had my 1928 Model A Roadster, which was the first one that I built from scratch. Um, and I got that when I was in the Navy. And, uh, you know, a bunch of my friends from the ship helped me put that together. So cool. Uh, and then sold – well, then I bought the red car so I could take that to school and build it. And that was the 1931 Model A uh, just cause I needed something to build and I ended up selling the roadster because I had that. And then, you know, I got that car all the way done driving and everything. And I just really wasn't happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I sold that car and I haven't had anything since then, but you know, I'd had other stuff before Camaros and, uh, you know, Malibu's and Nova's and stuff like that. But once wow. I got into hot rods, that was kind of it for me. Like I really yeah. Like, when, like when Nova was that, was that later out. in life? I feel like, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, uh, like 2010. I, I had a, uh, a Mustang, a 66 Mustang. I sold oh, that awesome. and we went to New Hampshire and I just got a, a model a frame and just started building that up from there so that was kind of my start with hot rods and, you know i'd, I'd helped uh, other friends build them before and you know we had built a few cars from from scratch for other people but uh that was my first car that i built for myself that road That's start. awesome vincent
1: wh- wh- uh, anytime i like it, the sentence of i built it from scratch would never involve a car just, I don't know about you but no that totally. seems, yeah I was, super actually just,
0: I was actually just thinking because I, I this is not what I expected us to be talking about tonight mm-hmm. which is cool this is what I love about doing this show is it sometimes it goes in a direction you know that you don't expect now, I knew we'd be talking about your car project I mean I'd have to be an idiot to not want to talk about <laughs> that right? But what's surprising to me is how how much of a car guy you are. Like I really didn't know this about you. I only knew I always knew you as like a wood guy. and mm-hmm. I know you like digital fabrication, lasers, CNCs and lasers, CNCs, and 3D printers. And now I feel like, oh, you're a car guy. so I, I have to wonder, like where is where is the majority of your passion? like if you if you had to pick one thing to stick with and drop the rest. Like, where would you, where would you focus hmm. your energy to the exclusion of the others? Please don't ask me that because I have no idea. <laughs> I couldn't answer it. I'm no. not going to lie, but I have but a Chris, feeling. Go ahead. Yeah, but Chris, you're the guest. You're
2: required to answer this. So go for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely cars. You mm. know, yeah. It's just, and there's so much sure. stuff you can do with them. You know, right. it's, it's the metal work, it's uh, interior. So you've got leather work. Uh, it's just, you know, it it's for me, it is just almost re- every medium. Yeah. And it is just another thing of, of making, you know? Right. Um, and it's nice to see now that, that a lot of people, uh, you know, I guess kind of, you know, it's, it's expensive getting into cars and stuff like that. So, you know, I guess now people have a little bit more money that they can, can spend on stuff. So it's nice seeing everybody kind of starting to get into cars, uh, you know, like, like Jimmy Duresta and and stuff like that.
1: Well, I, I, I mean, all of the making, right? Uh, Bob's yeah, got his there. car, and uh, Dave's got his tr- car. Oh yeah, yeah. They all sure. have their cars now. That's There's funny, a couple. <laughs> yeah, it's funny though that you say that. Like r- literally over the last couple months, they mm-hmm. all three of them, I mean, Jimmy's always got cars, but yeah, yeah. All three, all three of them have cars of the new picked welding. up the car, the car bug. Yeah, mm-hmm. cars of the new welding.
0: Remember when everybody was welding? And then except for me Uh. welding or blacksmithing (laughs) to some extent, like Mm -hmm. it's like every time you turn around some guy who's you've known for doing wood for like the last 10 years is like, yeah, now I'm, now I'm going to start doing metal. And then, Oh, now I'm going to start blacksmithing. And now it's like cars. I I wonder what it's going to be after cars, because I feel like cars for a lot of maker type people are just like, Oh, this is something new that I've not explored yet. And that's cool because that's, that's the time when you're most passionate about something anyway. When right. you're learning it and it's new to you and it's like oh like every day it's a new experience but mm-hmm. i wonder what's going to be after cars like maybe planes <laughs> 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 maybe it's going to be
2: planes, <laughs> planes uh, um, trains and automobiles i'm hoping to see people kind of get more into like the sheet metal fabrication side yes a hundred percent so that's that's a big mm-hmm. thing that i'm into that i you know i haven't really been able to do much lately uh, now I'm, I finally have a house and a, a garage that I can do stuff in. So I've got, you know, English wheels, shrinkers and stretchers, bead rollers, uh, all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, and, and like power hammers, I know a lot of people think mm-hmm. blacksmithing when they think power hammers, but you know, that's something that that's also, you know, lighter duty ones are used to shape sheet metal. So mm-hmm. I'd like to get set up with one of those eventually and start doing all that stuff.
0: I always love. I love watching the guys that do sheet metal fabrication, particularly yeah. the ones that do. I used to. One of my favorite things about the show American Choppers was when they used to when they used to fabricate the gas tanks. Mm-hmm. I used to <laughs> love watching them do that because it's such a. It looks like such a dark art. Like they put it over a planchette and they, you know, they're hitting it and they're putting it over the roller things to kind of. They run it through the rollers that curve the metal right. and. Mm-hmm. The, just snipping it with the giant shears. And it's like, I don't know what you're doing,
1: but it's magical to watch it well, anyway. You know, what, it, I, I can't remember who said it, but one of the amazing things, <clears throat> well, not amazing. One of the things I, I've always taken away from like metalworking, not just like welding and stuff like that is people that when you're working with metal versus wood, like when you're working with wood, you're taking away material. Mm-hmm. And when you're working with metal, you're like expanding it or maybe that's not the right term, but like adding, you're adding to it, adding to it. Right. And same. So blacksmithing or whatever, you're like expanding the metal. And I thought, I always thought that was like a really interesting, uh, juxtaposition, right. Or something is just like the difference between those two things. It's like, you're adding versus taking away. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree though, Vincent, like, um, i think i talked about it like i uh i wor- worked with lucas of uh man-made in ma mm-hmm. and uh it at um make 48 and the fact that he could just like take metal and mm-hmm. make things out of it and not just welding like he i mean he did a tons of ton of like different he you know curled uh coils and stuff like that it, it was just like wow like i wish like that was definitely something i want to do and and it it was beyond just welding. It was just like oh, totally. m- manipulating metal and stuff like that. It's was, it was super cool. I, it
3: was, I
0: felt the same way when I was watching Chris when you were making the uh, the Frankenpoco, mm-hmm. and yep. I was watching you do stuff, and I am like, I don't know how to do th-. like even even that. Like that seemed like beyond my capabilities. And is it? I don't know if it is or not. But I am watching you do it, and I am like, I feel like I am living this experience with him. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's kind of neat to watch something completely ridiculous happen you turn this tiny little CNC into something much much bigger is that I mean you see so you hack the hell out of that you hack <laughs> technically you've hacked the car I mean mm. is that maybe a new area for you too like just rebuilding stuff hacking stuff tearing stuff apart uh,
2: yeah uh, you know I don't know if it's new I think that's kind of what I've always done Um I think that's how I got started with like making stuff. Not that I want to do like an origin story, but you know, when I was a kid, oh, no, like I would just stories, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'd just take stuff apart and put it back together. I'd take my, my Nintendo controllers apart. They'd stop working, you know, clean them up, put them back together. I'd take my, my bicycle apart. Uh, I was into BMX bikes and stuff. I'd take those apart, put them back together with different parts and whatever. Um, So, you know, like, i i guess that's really where i got my start with like modifying stuff um mm-hmm. you know just ripping them down putting it back together and hopefully coming up with something cooler
0: or at least something that doesn't not work that was my yeah, experience as goal. a kid when i ripped stuff apart it was like oh cool you got it apart put it back together <laughs> not really <laughs> no it's not going back together sorry do you have, so the next step for the car is I'm guessing getting the fiberglass on, getting everything together. And then I'm assuming you're not going to be able, well, you're in South Carolina. Can you do that over the winter? Or is that going to just be like for the spring, you're going to go back to it or.
2: Yeah. So with the, uh, penetrating epoxy they have like a couple different temperature ranges i did buy the colder stuff because i i do plan on doing that soon i Mm -hmm. I at least want to get the penetrating epoxy part done so that's that's out of the way i may wait on the uh like the actual fiberglass sheet that i do Mm uh just i you know i I really want to do my homework on that and make sure that's right because i feel like you get one shot at that uh the sheet metal will be soon. I got to get my garage organized a little bit better, and because uh, that's something that I want to do a video on, because I think people will enjoy that, uh, and that'll hopefully that'll sure. that'll I'll be able to go more in that direction with stuff too in the future. Uh, I really do like metalworking, so.
0: And then you're crazy. I'm assuming you probably have some kind of crazy plan for the interior. Uh,
2: you know, it's going to be pretty basic, just mm-hmm. because that's how that style of car would have been. Um, you know, I'll, I'll make the seat myself and, and it'll be just a leather covered seat, but it, it will mostly be pretty basic. I do want to do probably some other wood features in it. Uh, I've got some, some real nice, I, I don't even know what the wood is. It almost looks like a walnut, but it's something, something old that, that is like reclaimed. Uh, I want to use that to make a steering wheel oh, cool. and, uh, you know, so you're, gonna, shift you're gonna go that far like with that, it so
0: you're gonna go that far with it it's not just gonna be I the body. Like this is gonna be
2: your it's can be you're not gonna sell this one <laughs> uh you never know i mean I went, pretty, <laughs> I went pretty crazy with the red car and you know if it just if it doesn't do it for me then then it'll go and i'll build something else
1: well but, that, that's actually really interesting uh I, I don't know why i keep going back to making it pockets but like uh, david chuto is like I, when i'm done with the project i'm done. Like. I have no connection to it. The making it is the part of it that I love. Mm-hmm. And like, do you feel that way? Like, do you feel like sometimes part of it is just like, I want to make the best thing ever. And then I'm done. Or is, do you have an emotional attach, attachment to it? Cause I have a super emotional attachment to most things I make.
2: Uh, it depends on what it is. You know, mm-hmm. cars, I do get a little more emotionally attached, but then, like I said, you know, if you don't like it, you don't like it and it's, right, it's gotta right. you got to do something else. But like, like my, my roadster, that car, I have a real, uh, attachment to, I actually have a tattooed on my forearm. Um, cause that was, that was a big part of me and a big, mm-hmm. big part of my life. I think that shaped a lot of, of, you know, what I do now and who I am. So, you know, like that car, yeah, I do have a lot of emotional attachment to, and I, and I really miss that car. Right. Um, and you know, hopefully this new one will, will fill that void. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we'll have to see
3: <laughs> you know,
0: hey you know what you got plenty of, You got plenty of time to figure it out because I mean this car I, uh, I at best end of next year to be done I can't imagine it being done faster than that because the big part the time constraint part is now done now it's like at your mm-hmm. leisure you can work on it a little like today I'm going to today I think I'm going to work on the dashboard and the steering wheel and that's all you <laughs> do is bezels and a steering wheel and that's yep. I imagine this is going to become a much more enjoyable
1: project now that the pressure is off. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Are you worried about that at all though? Like that not, uh, to me, I, I kind of sometimes like the pressure a little bit.
0: Ooh, good question. Good uh, I question. Do,
2: I think I do work best under pressure. Yeah. Um, but it will be nice to slow down a little bit right. and mm-hmm. enjoy the process, you know? Yeah. Maybe if I can set some sort of time constraints on myself and, and hold myself to them, uh, That that might be a little better for me, but you know we'll just have to see how that goes. But I I do I do like the pressure too. Yeah,
0: I feel like that. I I I don't know. Like there's there's, I'm of two minds with it. Also, like the pressure, I I can go both ways, Vincent,
1: for sure. Because like
0: I'm working on, I got so many things juggling now because it's holiday season, and I have a definite time crunch because Mm -hmm. there comes a point where I cannot ship anything and have it get there on (laughs) time. And I have to get it done. And I feel like that's keeping me down in the shop every day because there would, if, if it wasn't keeping me in the shop every day, I don't know that I would be in the shop every Mm -hmm. day. And then there's the other part of me that, you know, on January 1st, when I'm done with all this, I go, ah, I can breathe. Right. And now I can do funner stuff. You know, I, I haven't, I have four ideas for YouTube videos, all the supplies to make them. And they're all sitting here. Because there's no way in hell I'm stopping making money to make YouTube videos right now. Right, you know, and I mean, I guess I, I I kind of feel both ways about it. Like I like the pressure. The pressure is what keeps me going, but it is nice when the pressure is off and you can just kind of stretch your legs a little bit and
1: go. All right, now I can now I can play <laughs> just mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just no, I, th- little I, I think you're right though, Vince. I think that's yeah. the it's the it's a double edged sword in a good yeah. way. Right, it's bo- totally. both. both things are good.
0: Um, I, th- you know what I think we should do? I think we should what? do some things of the week. Oh, okay. I think we should do some things of the week, and uh, as is tradition on this p- very podcast that everyone loves so much, <laughs> we always let the guest go first, and. I forgot to remind Chris that he needed a thing of the week, but I know that Chris listens to the show. So oh, I'm yeah, pretty sure he has one ready. I, I've, so. been, I've, been ready. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've thinking been thinking about this so, since
2: you, uh, since you messaged me. About it, nice. So what, what do you have for us tonight, Chris? All right. So my thing of the week is, uh, it's, it's another YouTube channel. It's this guy, uh, iron trap garage and hmm. he's, he's in, uh, Massachusetts. um, but he does Say what yeah Sorry. he does there's a lot of there's a lot of uh car builders and, and metal fabricators and stuff up that way so especially he, in he, connecticut by the way for some reason mm-hmm. awesome
0: cool iron yep. trap garage
2: hmm. so yeah he he does you know uh restorations and and hot rodding of of cars uh, you know all sorts of of uh i guess pre-40s probably stuff um but he really gets into it you know they're they're a lot of them are pretty long format videos where he'll just show you making like one little part. Uh, and it's really interesting, even if I think if you're not into that kind of stuff, uh, you know, I, I, I think that stuff can be kind of twisted into a lot of other making things. So oh, sure. I think it's a pretty interesting channel. So, What's it again? Sorry. Uh, Iron Trap Garage.
0: Iron. Yep, that's and that's exactly yep. how. It, Iron trap is one word. Garage is separate. Mm-hmm. Big channel. Hundred and six thousand subs. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. He certainly he's he certainly probably doesn't need a, a shout out from me or whatever. <laughs> sorry. I oh, think, sorry, I think I think yeah. our community. That's good. Was that
0: Ethan? Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. I. I. It's. I'm looking at the cars he's restored and I'm like, this is good. One of the things I like is a lot of these restos, unless I'm reading his channel wrong, um, a lot of his restos do seem to be like single video restos where it's not like a ser I, I, I tend to tune out series. That's series is that the word? I don't know if that's the word, but I tend to tune them out because it's like I, I don't really want to commit like, you know, hours of my day to watch this kind of stuff, but like a half hour, I don't mind a half hour video. I really don't. I watch half hour restos of Tonka trucks.
1: So this is actually like a, just a big Tonka truck. <laughs> so, does, yeah. so does he keep he it looks like he keeps them kind of dirty.
2: Yeah. Um, and and it, I, I like that. Don't but, it, I guess it's more the The traditional style. I don't. I don't like to use the term like rat rod. Uh, Yeah, no, not. They're definitely rat rods. Style. Yeah, but you know, it's just kind of more bare bones and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, he, he to answer your question, Vincent. He does. He will do like bits and pieces in other videos, where you know, one day he's making a I don't know part part of the trunk for you know the one car and and he does kind of keep that going in like a series but mm. then he's sort of got the wrap-up at the end where you see everything so yeah that's that's a good form. i
0: think that's I, I feel like that's a good format because i can get invested in like a even if they were an hour like i could totally get invested in watching start to finish a whole resto of a really cool car i just mm. i love car restos yeah cool. probably why i like wheeler dealers as a show so much and not you know, there's a lot of shows that have done but wheeler dealers always comes always comes to mind because you know it's the most popular one as far as I know. And yeah, I'm looking at these cars like there are yeah, some beauties awesome. in this. There's some beauty like I'm looking right now. He's got one where he did a 1978 Trans Am, which of course everyone listening just rolled their eyes as I said <laughs> that. But I'm looking at it going, Oh, I want to watch that now. I think I'm gonna bookmark
1: that to watch it when we're done. <laughs> so I feel pretty- like there's a little bit of like the HD TV versus YouTube like where (laughs) I don't know there's like (laughs) the cable channels have a before and after and this guy again I haven't watched any of his videos but he shows you actually a little bit of what to do like how it's done
2: yeah 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 yeah.
1: I'm excited about this is a good channel yeah no I'm (laughs) super excited I just (laughs) subscribe subscribe
0: yep yep (laughs) Well, whether he knows it or not, you know, if he ever hears this, <laughs> yeah. Chris Powell got you two more subs yeah, tonight, exactly, and possibly more, depending on how many people listen to this episode, okay. So That's a good one, man. Good recommendation. So, cool. Iron Trap Garage on YouTube, of course, I will have the link in the show notes. Mister Carter,
1: it's your turn, sir. All right. Uh, yeah. So this week, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for um Brett of Skull and Spade. Okay. Does anyone know them? Him? <laughs> Another small YouTuber. Some of you may have heard. Of. Yeah, you may have heard of him. No. So I've always loved, I've always loved his content and stuff like that. Obviously he, you know, worked for Jamie and all that kind of stuff. But beyond all that, I really, I've always loved his content and he put out a video. It was, I'm going to butcher this, but it was like a leather bound book with a, uh, like a secret lock brass mm-hmm. clasp. Mm. And An epic home with a secret lock. There you go. Thank you, Vincent. Anytime. Um, it. I just. I just. Lo- it, it, here's what it is. I. I love. I love his style of video. It reminds me a lot of um, Laura Kampf, right? Um, because he, his videos are really, really good at sh- teaching and showing you while not t- not doing a voiceover and and i love just watching his process uh you learn you learn something from watching his videos every single time and i just i love it too and he's also very like this is my style which is not my style necessarily but like it's his style it's like kind of like pirate uh old school like old-timey maps or something i don't know what it is what is that vincent like
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know, but whatever.
1: <laughs> but it's like it, it's a leather-bound book mm-hmm. that looks kind of like like a someone that was like on a pirate ship made this book, and it, the spine of it um, is it is amazing. A little bit steampunky. I kind of see. Yeah, this. it's mm-hmm. steampunky, and it's a, it's just like a, yep. it's kind of like I don't know. It's just very whatever. But it's really really cool. And he has I love watching his process. So he in the beginning of the video. He's working out this weird mechanism for a secret kind of hinge uh, slash clasp for how this journal leather journal is gonna work. And he's using making it out of cardboard, and then he takes that and makes it out of like leather and wood and all these things. I don't know. It's just a really he his I love watching his thought process and the way he goes about making a project. And it's very, yeah, I don't know. I just really like his style. So hey, I'm with you. I'm going to actually tag
0: on to your recommendation just to enhance it. Yes, please. Because um, that that's, was a horrible recommendation. <laughs> but if you're interested in finding out more about Brett McAfee, um, our friends Austin, Christie and Dean did a really cool episode of Making Our Way with um brett oh, McCaffrey, it, right. oh it was episode yeah. 33 so yeah. if you want to learn more about him before you go subscribe
1: to his channel then feel free but he's oh no he's, go subscribe and then find out more about him but.
0: quiet ethan <laughs> trying to plug our friends here but yeah that's that's a really good primer on who he is and how he thinks he's i always he's always been in like like my periphery right and after listening to that interview i'm like wow he's a really cool guy like i hadn't i had no idea like i I mean, I should have known he was a cool guy. Of course, he's a cool guy. I'm, the people I know don't hang out with jerks. But just the way he thinks about teaching and education, and That's, the story and the, he told about yeah. the little girl at the at the anvil, mm-hmm. I was like, this dude is like, this is like a
1: real just a man's man. Like, I love that. So he, he's he's one of my favorite kind of people, like makers. Like, he's just the kind of maker I love. He's and your favorite he's, maker that isn't Chris Powell. Yes, exactly, <laughs> right, exactly. But, no, but he's a tinkerer, right? He's just mm-hmm. like. The way he, like, prototypes, right? Totally. I don't know. It's, so, he's, he's awesome. So it's, And it's a great video. I guess that's why I picked this video, is that this is the video that kind of, you can, if you watch this video, you understand the way, like, why I like the way he thinks. Because it shows him his thought process and how he tinkers and how he comes up with things. That's cool. why I like this video.
2: So. Did did you notice how he attached the like brass plate to the front? He wanted like kind of a riveted look, like it was mm-hmm, riveted mm-hmm. on. So he threaded in brass hooks. Yep. yeah, And then cut, and, and cut off. them off. And yep. it's like, that's brilliant. And yeah. it's great, you know, right. and it's so simple, but it, you know, how would you ever think of that without just, just trying it, you know? Exactly. No, that's
1: exactly it, Chris. I mean, thank you. That's exactly it. Like, I, I, yeah, he had like all those like three, the four hooks, right? And he like mm-hmm. chopped them off. It was like brilliant. It's like, yeah. it's just, yeah, that'll do.
3: <laughs>
1: yep. I think that's actually what he
0: captioned one part of the video. Oh, yeah, when he was making the lock mechanism, he just put underneath it, that'll
1: do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you know what? <sighs> Never. <Nah. laughs> okay. <laughs> My- no, I was just thinking of um, our late friend that did the, like, silent movies.
0: Oh, Sharon?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 it's not the same, but uh, the, but the, like, the, there's a vibe, vibe and there's the, like, I don't know. Whenever I
0: see, it's weird that you mentioned Sharon, because I was just watching something a couple of days ago, and it just, it, it just it hit the, you the, right the music and yep, the, hit you. the the subtitles and mm-hmm. it just yeah it
1: hit me like a ton of bricks man it just i, was I, so I honestly weird. had that thought when i was watching this video mm-hmm. and it wasn't the same it wasn't as playful or anything like that it but, just,
0: but it was there it
1: was the it vibe was there yeah. it had something to totally get it yeah sorry
0: my thing, of the, my thing of the week is not going to be anywhere near, well, might be, depending on what you're into. I mean, for those of you that, for those of you that follow along in my day-to-day life, you know that um, my day job is as a somewhat of a graphic designer, somewhat of, well, I do product packaging design, and of course, that kind of makes you a graphic designer by default. One of the things you always try to figure out as a graphic designer is the best way to get your ideas from brain to screen and it's not easy sometimes sometimes you struggle sometimes the tools get in the way so somebody that could actually take all the tools that you would need to design your stuff and make it a much easier task is someone you should be following and i actually have someone like that um i don't know i i, I feel like i might have made him my thing of the week once before but i don't think i did i think i just mentioned him but the the guy's name is brad colbo um, his website is brad.site, the greatest website address ever. I love when people use these new TLDs <laughs> in such clever ways. Um, but he also has a YouTube channel. And in fact, right before we came on to record, I was watching one of his YouTube videos. He's an illustrator, artist, and designer. And what he does is he reviews technology for creative professionals. That's what he does. That's <laughs> all he does. That's <laughs> his gig. So he ta- he has sections on his website like if you wanted to get like a wacom tablet he has a review of every model if you want to get a tablet pc of some kind he has reviews of just about every modern model and he goes way into depth on these reviews and one of the things i like is he does a couple of drawings with them and while he's doing the review you can watch him draw with the tools and see how the tool actually performs and i actually know what my next you know, I wanted to get another Wacom device, but I think it's going to be like a Huion a Huion Canvas Pro 24. Just look it up on the site; you'll see why I want it. So, but it's basically it's a 24 inch monitor with a pen with a pen control built into it. It is stunning, and I I want it like badly. <laughs> so I feel like there's a couple of pampery things I'm going to buy myself once the house sells. And trade in some old tech, and that's one of the things I'm going to get. But his channel is really good. He explains he he, what he does that's really smart. And you know, when you're getting into this space, graphic design stuff like pen tablets and stuff like that tends to get very expensive very quickly. What I like is that he kind of gives you a good idea of what you need and what you don't really need. Unless, like, he was I was watching a video before we started, and he said this screen has 8,000 levels of pressure, but in reality, you probably can get by fine with one that has 4,000 levels of pressure. And I'm like, that's good because a lot of these companies are charging extra for screens that are more pressure sensitive. And he's one of those guys. That's like, you don't need 4,000. You probably, you know, you don't need 8,000. You can get away with 4,000, probably get away with less than that. Cause you're not going to make, you're not going to make such refined pressure adjustments, with your pen and stuff like that, that can save you money or at least help you find something that you may not have considered. I always thought the Wacom Cintiq was the only one I could look at, and now I'm looking at Huey on canvases. So if if you're into that kind of stuff, he's a great channel to follow. His videos are always good, and like I said, he's he's really good about when something new is out. He gets his hands on one very quickly and writes about it. Writes about it on his site and does a YouTube video about it really really quickly so i would highly recommend it if you're in that space you know what else i would highly recommend checking out the fabulous people that support this show financially <laughs> of which they are leanne and nick from hemlock and Hyde, dave from atomic Airship Works, emily joyce ed from ed's clocks and more Rory from RLO Woodworks. Some guy named Chris from Full Steam Design. I don't know who that is. Um, Chris (laughs) from Full Steam Designs, whoever the hell that might be. Um, Jeff Stein, a.k.a. a weird guy. Debbie Haddock, Jerry Hyduk, Joey from JH Custom Woodcraft. Dean Duplantis, Jacob Anguiano from Native Sun Wood Art. Robert J. Keller, Scott from Dad at Yourself DIY. The one and only Grant Alexander. Tony Langer from Langer Works. Jacob from Other Dog Designs. Who in the makers on Zoom having coffee discord secret Santa made me the absolute coolest foundation for law and government slash night industries logo (laughs) for my wall. It is amazing. I absolutely freaking love this thing. If you need some sign work, you might want to check out other dog designs. Um, Jake from imakejake.com, Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, Justin Ofler from Bear Maked, Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks, Adam Mackey of Clamp and Maker Mackey fame, Kim and Garrett, Andrew Richard from Andrew Richard Makes, Kellen Hazlip of Kellen Makes, David from Southern Style DIY, Jeff the Weekend DIYer, Sean Walworth from the Proper Tools Podcast, and Chris Raley from Route 9 Signs special thanks go out to those people because we couldn't do the show without you. But if you can't support the show financially, then supporting it with a review or sharing the show or turning someone new onto it is just as good. Also, if you have a moment, we are getting down to the wire. And if you haven't gotten a Christmas present for that person that needs one, well, we got some people that you can shop at it because we make.com slash listener shops where you can shop from the people that make this podcast possible. What better way to close the circle of life? (laughs) chris i can't believe it took this long but i'm so glad we finally got to have you on man and thank you for thank you for getting up early to uh chat with us i
2: really appreciate it hey, well thanks thanks so much for having me i really uh, enjoyed it i'm really i'm really glad you guys asked
0: oh i mean it's, I, I can't it, wait pretty excited. To
1: watch, i can't wait to watch the rest of the car build uh, yeah. i mean i honestly like i'm super excited
0: you are you're one of those guys who you're one of those guys whose work i've just enjoyed the hell out of and i think the first time i messaged you and you actually answered me i'm like wow he answers like that's (laughs) that always catches me off guard when somebody you watch on youtube for a while like you message them and they answer or you comment and they reply and it's like wow that's 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 pretty cool so but i'm 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 really glad i've gotten to know you over the last couple of years and it's been a pleasure watching your videos and i can't wait to see more i can't wait to see what you do next and I always like it when your videos drop because that's like focus, sit down and watch it type videos, not background noise music, uh, background noise videos. So it's uh, really fun watching your stuff. Um, where should we send people that want to find out more about you and keep an eye on what you're doing?
2: Uh, so I am full underscore steam underscore designs on Instagram. Uh, unfortunately, full steam designs was taken already by somebody Um if you're on facebook i am full steam designs on there and then on youtube it's just under my name chris powell sweet but we if you search s- full steam designs it'll it'll probably come up too
0: we will send everybody there and if you're not already following chris definitely give him a ju- definitely give him a check out he's doing you know if you if you're into cncs he's got stuff about that if you're into woodwork <laughs> he's got stuff about that if you got if you like cars he's got stuff about that like his channel i think he, you made <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you this, and I'm not gonna get too far into my surgery situation a couple of years ago. But you your um your modern bed that you made, mm-hmm. um, that bed actually is gonna get built by me very soon because of the angle of the headboard. It actually oh, yeah. was like I never thought to just make the headboard at that angle. That's perfect. So that angle cool. is very important to me. And I'm I'm watch, I'm looking at the plans going, yep when i'm when I'm figuring things out and I got my own place, that bed's getting built. that's the bed I'm building that maybe not with the legs I don't know, but definitely the bed itself. It was just a really cool way to make a bed so cool. you do some great stuff, my friend, and I can't wait to see more of what you got going on all
2: right well, thanks so much guys.
0: um that's gonna do it for this week. uh we will be back again next week. We are only doing two more episodes this year, and then we're taking three weeks off so um you know, you we would prefer you listen to them live, obviously. <laughs> but if you wanted to and you wanted to catch up while we were off, I wouldn't object to that either because you got it downloaded anyway. But we really do appreciate all the support you've given us over this pa- this past year and obviously the prior two years. So keep listening. We have couple of really good guests coming up and i think if you really know this show well enough you can probably guess who the guest on december 23rd is going to be i won't tell you if you're right or wrong and you'll have to listen to find out but i'd be willing to bet you guys will be able to guess and i want that to be a thing so when we get that episode done you can just message me and go i guessed correctly then (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. We'll be back again next week. It's not just two weeks from now. We'll be back again next week and the week after to entertain you and give you enjoyment. And until then, have a good one, everybody.